0: Searching for a research partner to handle the details of your next qualitative project? When we say fieldwork can handle it all, we mean it. From world-class facilities to low-incidence recruitment, their team of experts handles the details so you can stay focused on the research. Say goodbye to traditional focus group rooms and recruitment tactics. As market research has grown from the standard focus group to incorporate other innovative methodologies and technologies, Fieldwork has expanded along with it. With facilities nationwide and sophisticated global recruitment services, their detail-oriented staff partners with you to achieve great insights. Focus on the research. Fieldwork will do the rest.
1: Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast with you as always. I'm Priscilla McKinney. I'm the mama bird here at Little Bird Marketing. And today I'm going to help you with some of those little side conversations that you're kind of embarrassed to have about SEO. (laughs) There's a lot of crazy things being said out there about SEO, and there are a lot of changes going on to search engines. So let me just kind of lower your anxiety for a minute. There are things that are true, there are things that are false, and I'm going to try and help you maybe debunk a few SEO myths that are out there and give you a little bit of context that I think will help you because that's what we're all about at Little Bird Marketing, our motto of always be helping. We want to pull the curtain back and show people that everybody doesn't know everything there. This is the reason why we have marketing experts is why we have SEO people on our team is because things are moving at such a crazy pace. It's very hard to keep up. So let me give you a little bit of the context, and then I'll give you a couple of popular things I hear that are either really true or really false. And hopefully you'll get a good sense of what you should be thinking about in terms of your website, in terms of your goals, and in terms of your marketing plan. I think the first thing that people really need to understand about search engine optimization, SEO, let's break that down. We're saying there are about 2 billion websites out there and it's very noisy. Everybody is, this is my thing. This is your thing. This is more of my thing. And let me tell you more about my thing. And people want to bring the right people to their site. So we talk a lot at Little Bird Marketing about how if you're marketing to everybody, you're probably marketing to nobody. We want to get the visitors to your website who find your information super valuable. In the end, though, we know that unseen is unsold. So in this incredibly noisy market of tons of websites, how do we get yours to rank in this way optimized for a search engine? right? In order to drive the right people there. So let's back up for a minute and let's talk about Google Thumbs. (laughs) So if you want anything in the world, what do you do? You Google it, right? Let's just be honest. Okay. Maybe there are a few diehard Bing people out there and some things are always changing and that's well and good, but you're going to get out your Google Thumbs, whether you're the CEO of a billion dollar industry or you're the junior intern at an agency. All right. You need to know something, you're gonna Google it. Whatever search engine you're using, you're jumping on a search engine and using those thumbs, right? And so what makes you have a great experience is if that search engine, whichever one you're using, delivers to you the right answer. And the right answer is difficult. We're humans. We don't always talk the way that a robot talks. And this is where AI really came into play, even sneakily before a lot of people knew it was happening. The reason why Google got so seen as the preeminent uh, search engine and why we say Google it didn't happen for no reason. It's because Google got really good about using AI, artificial intelligence, with a true understanding of NLP, natural language processing, and NLG, natural language generation. And it began to understand our intent. Okay, what does that mean? So if I use my Google Thumbs and I'm standing somewhere in the heart of Chicago and I say, where's the best pie in town? Should Google send me an answer that is a bakery or should it send me to a pizza place? But I said pie. That's the literal word that I used. But number one, geographically, it knows where I am. Number two, it understands my intent by understanding that natural language processing, how humans work, the algorithm figured out what I was looking for. And so it delivers back to me top 10 places for the best pie. And I know now which pizza to go to and which one to avoid, right? We're not gonna dispute and we're not gonna get into a debate about Chicago pizza people, (laughs) but please don't write to me about that. But I hope that that example explains to you why this is so important. And you might say, oh, it's because Google is trying to create a great experience. Whoa, 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 whoa. Google <laughs> and any other search engine is maybe trying to create a great experience, but why? Primarily what they're trying to do is sell advertising, right? And the moment that we become awake and alive to this, we start understanding search engine optimization in the right framework, Right. They are a for-profit company who wants to get advertisers to pay them to have ads that jump the line in terms of ranking. But if they don't get a lot of good usage on their search engine, then they can't sell more ads. Look at where Yahoo and Bing and other ones are now. They don't make the kind of revenue that Google does with advertising because they didn't invest and get their algorithm right. So when I remember a long time, I tried to search something on Yahoo and it was so unrelated and it came back to me like car seats, you know, and I'm like, um, but I'm looking for paint supplies, just like the most bizarre, worst delivery of me trying to find a very specific website in a web of 2 billion websites. And it was so such a horrible experience. I never went to it again. Right. And in fact, I probably took a screenshot because I thought it was super funny. I'm sure I posted it online and, and made some kind of rant and comment. But you get my point. They are trying to drive a fantastic experience for you as a Google thumber, right? So that they can sell more advertising to other companies. So be mindful of that. They want to deliver this great experience so they can get rich. And now we begin our process of understanding what search engine optimization is really about. So they want to deliver the right audience to your website and have you have the experience where you go, oh, It's exactly what I was looking for. That's cool. Right. And you even want them to do you one better. Like, oh, well I looked for this, but I didn't even know this existed. That's super awesome. Right. That's the kind of wow experience they're trying to have you have. So we used to talk about, you know, getting on Google page one and how important that was. We used to joke around that if you wanted to bury a body, definitely put it on Google page two, because nobody looks there. Now, however, there is no Google page two, it's all Google page one. And it's a ranking that goes on forever and ever and ever. So it's a long scroll. So the game has changed just a little bit. Nobody was going to get to the bottom of that list and press page two. But now people may scroll a little longer to find something very niche or find something more organic. So just telling you what I mean by organic means that the ranking happened without the company paying for the advertising. So when you go out on a search engine and you type in what you're looking for, the top one, two, maybe three returns are going to have the little word ad buy it. And they're letting you know, this is a paid spot. Someone's jumped in line. They've paid money to basically get to the top of the list for you all well and good. We do pay-per-click all the time. That's what that means. But some people are mm, trained now to overlook the ads and say, you know, I'm not interested in that. I'm really looking for organic. Now you might have thought, no, I'm not trained to do that. But you might kind of become a little awake and alive next time you Google something and see if your brain tries to slide past it. Now, if it is really on target and it is resonating for you, someone understood you as an ideal client buyer, then that ad is going to resonate and you're going to click that first. So there's goods and bads to it. But I'm just telling you, that's not organic search engine optimization. That's paid search engine optimization. Okay. So those are two different things. So if you are going to rank organically for your content, how does Google and how do the other search engines really look at that? Well, we used to talk a lot of times about two things, expertise and authority. And expertise has to do with Google figuring out crawling, what we say, crawling your site. And taking a look at everything that you have to say. And this is where we talk about like your persona work, which you can go get a great guide for free down at littlebirdmarketing.com slash resources and go take a couple of free things and it'll help you out. But kind of back to our programming here. So expertise. What this means is, is this website an expert? Can I really make the case that? these people are an expert about this topic. Well, how we do that is by talking six ways till Sunday about the same topic. So if you look at our site, it's heavily ranked for persona development because we specialize in that. And so we have a lot of different pages. We have a lot of different blogs. We have a lot of different podcasts we have a lot of different guides. And we even have a white paper about it and case study and all these things. And we constantly talk about ideal client buyer buyer persona, buyer journey, ICP, whatever you want to call it. We talk about it six ways till Sunday so that the search engine goes, huh, they must be experts about this. And that is one way that we start building our organic ranking. The second one is about authority. So Google, and I'm going to continue to just say Google, you can input other search engines there, but Just keep in mind, I'm just going to go through the rest of the podcast mentioning Google. But the authority is the other piece that we know that the algorithm is looking for. And what that is, is other people linking back to your site saying, this is an authority. Now, here's what's interesting. Many years ago, there was a major switch about this authority piece. It used to be that other companies referring back to your site and hyperlinking to you as an authority quoting you about something was the way you would go about doing that. And that really created a cottage industry for what we call backlinks. Now, they're very important. They're not easy to do. There are some people who tried to do what we call black hat, meaning not good practices. Practices that get you shut down and things that really go against the goodwill of search engines, right? So you don't want to go down that path. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people out there willing to give you, quote unquote, backlink services that are not reputable, but they are important. They still are an important part of search engine optimization. We want people who have worked with us before to refer to us. We want associations that we've spoken for or done some kind of volunteer to push back to us, link to us and say, hey, yeah, they're legit, Right. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about this show's sponsor. We're looking forward to
0: being in glorious Hilton Head, South Carolina, April 24th through the 26th, for the Insights Association annual conference. Known for providing exclusive research and objective brand presented content, the agenda for this year's IA annual has been expanded to deeply examine four important disciplines qualitative research, experience management, data analytics and quantitative and behavioral research. Within each, we'll explore merging trends, quality advancements, DEI progress, and tangible business impact. More information on the agenda, which includes presenters from TD Bank, Mondelez, Masonite, Delta Faucet Company, Fidelity Investments, AARP, and many other leading brands can be found at insightsassociation.org. Use promo code ACBIRD to get 15% off your registration.
1: We hope to see you there. But one thing that changed a couple years ago was that Google allowed the hyperlinks that you have even within your own same index site to count as authority. So what this means is Is that if you have a wonderful site, you need to make link city about it. Because if I'm talking in one blog about persona development, I should probably link the page of this podcast episode in the show notes to this, to that site so that they're linked together. Because then Google would look at that and say, oh, here they are talking again about the same subject. They must be an authority because there's a lot of linking back and forth to different sites to this one page. So we know that expertise is super important. Like how much do I talk about this? I talk about it this way. I talk about it that way. I talk about it. all around what we call these topic clusters, right? So you kind of want a home base. I want to be known for something. I want to be famous for something. Don't be famous for everything because that means you're famous for nothing, right? So you want to kind of hone in three or four content topic clusters that you think your company is all about. And you want to really do the work to talk about it in every way you can. And then the authority is make sure all of those things are linked. Now, there's a third thing that people talk about often in search engine optimization, and that's called trustworthiness. And that has to do with about the associations your website has. That kind of is almost like the outbound links. Like, what do you refer to? What are you connected to? And are those trustworthy sites? Or are those sites that have been getting bad scores for fraud? Or are they not, don't have a Security lock on them, or have they been known to be involved in some kind of a problem online or black hat types of activities? So, you need to be mindful also what you actually refer to and who you're quoting and who you're linking to on your site. Some people in this industry talk about that as EAT, E A T, expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. Take that, if you will. That's not mine. But if that helps you a little bit with what search engine optimization is all about and how Google actually ranks your page, then you'll understand it's not any longer a case of if you build it, they will come. If you build a website, they will not come (laughs) unless you do the work. So I'm gonna give you a couple of quick myths that I hear and I'm gonna let you know what's true about them. And if you have questions about it, please let me know. But of course, we love to do SEO services as a part of overall strategy at Little Bird Marketing. I'd be very remiss if I didn't mention that, but hopefully you can also take a couple of these ideas and shape a better way forward for your own plan if you're doing it in-house. So one of the things I hear all the time, a myth that people put out there, well, they say Google only ranks new content. So let me tell you what the truth is in that statement. There is a difference between new content and freshness of content. So freshness is a ranking element that's affected by the actual question someone was making, right? So when your content gets published, new information and facts keep on coming into the market. And so it's not static, right? So the algorithm is alive and kicking, and it's important to keep your content alive and kicking, right? So it's not necessarily that you need all brand new content, but you do need to be mindful that when significant updates are happening around your topic of interest, you need to make sure that you're putting new content out. For example, the whole thing that changed this year of Google not having a page two. Well, that's important for my content. I need to stay up to date. I don't want people going and finding an old comment that I made about Google page two and having that rank and someone reading a piece that I wrote two years ago, three years ago, and thinking that that's an authority and saying, that's not even true. She doesn't know what she's talking about. So you need to be thinking about significant updates and how they will receive attention, I guess, from Google. And you need to make modest adjustments to your website. That's really vital, right? So think about the page's freshness as opposed to completely brand new content, right? Another thing I hear a lot is people think that longer content has more value. (laughs) So I do love talking about Mark Twain, who is purported to have said, I would have written you a short letter, but I didn't have the time. So I wrote you a long one. (laughs) Good content is good content and longer content does not necessarily make it good. I tell people all the time when they ask me how long a blog post should be, I say, write until you're boring because the actual horrible thing to do online is to be boring. So let's leave that as our standard. (laughs) So more does not always mean more. And it doesn't in algorithmic ranking of websites. So yes, I've heard it all before that people's attention spans are shortening and too much content will sabotage your entire attempt. But let me tell you, people may not read as much as they used to, but I'll tell you what I know to be true. People no longer tolerate drivel. And if you have an amazingly niche and interesting point of view and really refined nuance of your facts and something truly overtly helpful to offer your most ideal client, they're going to read it. I read things that are important to me. So no, I don't want to read your website that says since 1999, we've met I'm already out. You didn't even get five words in. So keep in mind that longer is not necessarily better. Better is better, right? Of course, if you can make it better and longer, fantastic. That's where we would come in and talk about other words like pillar pages. (laughs) These are things that can really help your company be known for a particular piece of expertise. And in that case, longer becomes better if it is really quality work. Okay. So, and the next thing I get asked a lot about is pay per click, PPC in advertising, and how it is a part of organic SEO. So both of them are search engine optimization. Like I said, you want to show up on the top of the list. When someone says, I want this with their Google thumbs, you want to show up as an option. You can slow roll this and spend 18 months doing really hard work with little bird marketing that is earning you really hard to unseat organic ranking, (laughs) but you're going to have to wait it out. Of course, we're going to try and shorten that and shorten that and shorten that time to earned media. But in the meantime, you could start with a budget and actually pay for that place until you start earning it for yourself. And so I don't like this pay for play forever, but it is important to understand how PPC can work in with search engine optimization. So we actually call it SEM, search engine marketing, and we can actually pay for certain keywords. So in the case of best pie in Chicago, maybe that's a phrase that I want. If I really do believe I have the best pizza in Chicago, then I want to rank for that, right? So maybe there's just so many players in that industry that it's going to take me years to unseat somebody who actually scores for that organically. In the meantime, I could put money to it, right? And I could get it. In the short term, but you always want to be thinking about what's my short term game and what's my long term game. So that kind of brings me to my last one that I get asked about a lot is like, well, how long does SEO take? So I mentioned to you this idea of 18 months. Well, I don't want to put anybody in total dismay. But changes take time because the search engine bots need to crawl over sites, and they're, like I said, about 2 billion sites, so it takes a while, right? And the sites that are staying fresh, as we mentioned, are going to get that priority. And we also need time. Sometimes we make changes to pages and maybe we accidentally have a negative effect and we need to be tracking for that. So there might be some time that is needed to refine and tweak the work. And we look at monthly activities and we can see that those still sometimes show effects, but really quality SEO works takes time. And there's no magic to 90 days of the work. And anybody who starts purporting these kinds of things and telling you that they can get exactly this ranking without doing the research, just walk away, right? but you do need to know that you need to understand the difference between a short-term game and a long-term game and really what kind of time frame do you have and you know for example if you're going to an uh, you know have on the horizon a sale event of your company you're not interested in investing in long-term content uh, organic content keyword ranking right so let's dump all of the money into things that are going to immediately drive traffic and immediately bring revenue so that you can get your sale price of your company driven up higher. So there's not a one size fits all to that. And so I just want people to be mindful of what they're trying to do and why a really great search engine optimization plan needs to be customized for you. I hope that that gave you not only some context and a little bit of a mindset shift, maybe about search engine optimization. I hope for those people who are like, I'd never do that. Now, maybe you might be interested in talking with someone who knows what they're doing. Or for some people who said, well, we really tried that. We didn't understand why we weren't getting any results. Again, it needs to be looked at in accordance with your goals and strategies. So of course, at Little Bird Marketing, we would love to talk with you about our search engine optimization. In the show notes, definitely get on my calendar and let's chat. But if you're going to go it alone, then know this, you're not totally alone. I hope some of this information helped you and gave you a good mindset and hopefully also a good idea of what to expect when you do work on these types of things for to advance your business. So from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing. Have a great day and happy marketing.